Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Howling at the Hoop podcast. I'm your host, Adam Berg, and today we will be recapping the Wolves versus Utah Jazz on Sunday night, as well as looking ahead at the Denver game on Tuesday. So anyways, Wolves win. Uh, great win for the Timberwolves, 126 to 106. Um, really, really uh, stepped it up in the second half and uh, absolutely blew this Utah team out of the water. So after this game where we're sitting is uh, Wolves get back to 500 once again, uh, 25 and 25. Um, the Jazz fall to 30 and 21. They've lost their last five games and they're on a, on a downhill slump right now. Um, in the Western Conference uh, playoffs, Denver has taken the five seed and Dallas has slipped back to six. So now we're chasing Dallas, but those teams are right next to each other. We are currently tied for the seventh seed with the Clippers, who are also at 500 but have played two more games than the Timberwolves because they are at 26 and 26. So um, talking about last night's win. Um, so no, no Beverly, no D'Lo again. Uh, we are, we've been really short on guards these last few games. Um, big storyline early is Jordan McLaughlin getting the start over Jalen Owell and Beasley getting the start over Jaden McDaniels. So we got Finch uh, switching up the lineups and um, plugging plug and play guys in and trying to figure out a lineup that works. And tonight it definitely worked. Um, I think he feels that Noel and Jaden know their role better on the bench and um, can they, they can do most of their damage there. So Anthony Edwards had a quiet second half, um, not a very good shooting night for him. But in the first half, I, I did note down that he was really attacking the rim well. He had a lot of good drives, a lot of good finishes, but he slowed down in the second half. And it was the Carl Anthony Town show, as we will get into in a few minutes here. He was amazing in this game. Uh, one of the best games all season from him, maybe. And I mean... You can say that a lot of the times. Carl Anthony Towns is an amazing basketball player, and he is an all-star. And if he does not get in the all-star game, we riot because, uh, yeah, Carl uh, Anthony Towns deserves to be in this game. Anyways, the Jazz very shorthanded in, in this game coming in. Obviously, no Rudy Gobert, so hopefully we can uh, – we were going to come in and try to win on the glass. They started Hassan Whiteside. Uh, no Donovan Mitchell, who's been out. Um, and then in the, in the second quarter, Joe Ingles goes down with a knee injury and um, – they're, they're saying that it might be a, a bad injury. Uh, tough blow for the Jazz. Joe Ingles, very good player, very well-respected player on the, around the league. I, I always like watching Joe Ingles um, playing for the Jazz and obviously uh, the, the Australian national team. I always like play, uh, watching him and Patty Mills play. Tough to see Joe Ingles go down. I hope that he's okay. Um, another thing in this game is the Wolves uh, actually had good free-throw shooting. Uh, our free-throw shooting has been very poor. Um, as of late, or I guess I'm not sure what our numbers are in the season, but it, it, it has been poor lately, and we had a good free throw shooting night. Uh, good good rebounding from uh, Crown Lanty Towns and Vanderbilt eating on the, eating on the glass because obviously no Rudy Gobert. Um, 10-0 runs by both teams in the first half, just shifting momentum. Uh, it was a very tight one going into halftime, and you wouldn't think that uh, going into – or checking the final box score, but it was 52-48 to 48 at the half. We were up. Um, still – Still looked like we had a basketball game, and Carl Anthony Towns completely took over in the second half. He was facilitating, uh, doing everything that we asked him to do and more, passing, scoring, rebounding. I'll get into his final line later, but uh, his numbers are popping off the charts. Carl Anthony Towns is a better passer than you'd think. I mean, he's no Nikola Jokic, but he can dish the ball. It's just, you know, he gets in trouble with those some of those underhanded passes and he, when he gets too wild, but... I've heard a lot of people saying this, and I agree also from watching this game. Carl Anthony Towns just seems very under control right now these last couple games. We're not seeing so much of the flailing 
and uh, the panicking, especially with the double teams. And I think Finch is really um, getting getting on him on that, on being able to work through the double teams, making the right reads, and uh, moving the basketball. Uh, it, it's great to see Carl Anthony Towns just uh, maturing before our eyes, and he's been doing that every season of his career. Uh, he, he could be averaging way more assists than he is if guys are hitting shots like they were tonight because we've just had a lot of uh, open shots missed this season, and the Wolves need to capitalize on on, uh, on those open shots. And a big killer for us has been Jaden McDaniels this year, missing a lot of open shots. But tonight, obviously, he was on one, and – when he's making shots, you see all the assists pile up for Carl Anthony Towns. McDaniels, nine for nine from the field, just unbelievable. I think they said the second player in franchise history with at least nine field goal attempts in a game to go perfect. Something crazy like that, but unbelievable game from Jaden. Uh, the Wolves did end up winning on the glass, 40 to 38. Big part of that is obviously Carl Anthony Towns, and I gave Jared Vanderbilt some credit there too. Another thing I had noted uh, that I want to talk about is the pick and pop threes for Carl Anthony Towns. He he's really starting to uh, feel more comfortable on the on the pick and pops. And I mean, he he has his entire career, but he he uh, doesn't shoot the ball as much as you'd like him to a lot of the time. Especially like we noted the game last week where he took seven shots against Portland. It's just not enough. And th- these pick and pop threes, he does have it in his arsenal, and they're open more than you'd think. And I'm not. I wouldn't be mad if Carl Anthony Towns was averaging another two, three, two or three or four three point attempts per game. You know, because he's such a good shooter, not just big man shooter, but he's one of the best shooters in the National Basketball Association. So him taking threes is not a is not a downgrade for the Wolves by any means, and it still can put us in a good position to win if he's shooting more. Um, There's a big run in the third for the Timberwolves surging ahead. And it was literally pretty much all Carl Anthony Towns and they didn't let off the gas. I mean, our role players did step up tonight other than Malik Beasley. Our role players stepped up and Anthony Edwards, like I said, he had an off night shooting, but Carl Anthony Towns and the role guys, they didn't let off the gas in the fourth. And we never let this thing really get close in the second half. And that's, that's awesome. This was a game that we, we had to win. We should win on paper and we got it done. We got it done. Uh, Jordan McLaughlin fit in very well with the starters, actually, and he had a great line himself. But even just watching him out there, he this is the best Jordan McLaughlin game of the season by far, I think. But this is um, one of the one of the best games I've seen from him in a while, in, in a while. And th- I mean, this is the first time he's been getting significant minutes in a while too. So that that could have something to do with it. But Finch does have a lot of confidence in him, and I've I've never minded McLaughlin. Anyways, this is a tough night for Malik Beasley. Like I said, he went three for 12 from the field, one for six from three-point land. And I think he hit his one three like in the first quarter. I think it was the opening shot of the game or the opening bucket of the game for the Timberwolves were down four nothing or six nothing, something like that. Yeah, uh, Malik Beasley, what can we say that we haven't already said? Trade deadline approaching. Do we move on? Is the team going to take a chance on him? Uh, we, we might even just be stuck with him at this point, but – when he's hitting shots, we're a better basketball team. He's just got to hit some more shots. The Jazz, this is their fifth straight loss, and our our division is completely up for grabs right now. If you look at it, we got Utah at one, at thirty and twenty-one. Denver, I believe they're twenty-eight and twenty-one, something like that. Anyways, a few games ahead of us, and then the Wolves are in third at twenty-five and twenty-five. Our division is completely up for grabs. We're not settling for this plan. Like I said, this is a playoff team, not a playing team. I will say that every single podcast, we should go for it. 
McDaniels, perfect from the field, 9 for 9. Season high, 22 points is what he uh, recorded in this game. Good to see Jaden scoring like that. Haven't seen him do that in a while. He, he just looks like he has a lot more confidence, a lot more confidence as of late. But it was a must-have win for the Wolves. We got it done. Another note is that we are 14-10 and 10 at Target Center this season, which a good team and a playoff team has to be a good team at their home, at their home stadium, with their crowd. They got to be a good basketball team, and the Wolves are, which, which is great to see. Final line for this game, Carl Anthony Towns, 31 points, 11 rebounds, and 10 assists. Just eye-popping number. I think it was his second career, triple-double, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Jordan McLaughlin, 12 points, 4 assists, 4 steals in 27 minutes. He got a lot of run this game, and uh, it was it was good to see. Good to see him playing well. Jane McDaniels, 22 points, 4 assists, 2 rebounds, with a team-high plus 24 on the floor is what I wanted to note there with McDaniels. Great game for him. Uh, great game for – I haven't even mentioned this guy's name yet, but Torian Prince, I mean, he even when he doesn't score the ball a lot, he affects the game in so many more ways with his defense – Tonight he had 10 points, 7 rebounds, 2 steals in 24 minutes. He's he's cutting into Beasley minutes. He's been cutting into McDaniels minutes. And I don't know if we're going to trade him at the deadline, but I'm I, I'm completely in on keeping him on this team. I do like Torian Prince, and he does have a $13 million contract uh, on the last year of his deal, so it would be tougher to ship off as it is, especially with the role that he's been playing this year. He has taken a backseat until late. I mean, I'm glad that I'm glad that uh, we're getting what we pay for now. Anthony Edwards with just 15 points in this game, and I think if not all of them were in the first half, unless he made like one bucket at the beginning of the third, took a backseat in this game. Not really much else from him, but yet yeah, when when he's not having a good night, and D'Angelo Russell isn't even playing, no Patrick Beverly's playing, and we dominate the Jazz. Great to see. Great to see. Now we got Denver on Tuesday at home. They're one of the hottest teams in basketball right now. But if we want to get in this, get in the playoffs and not have to play a play-in game, we got to beat these teams like Denver. we got to beat these teams like Dallas. Looking at playoff matchups the Wolves could have this season or going into the playoffs, you know, we're looking at Utah. We're looking at Memphis. We're looking at Phoenix. We're looking at Golden State. Like, those four are probably the most realistic teams that the Timberwolves are going to play. And uh, we, I think we match up well. We can match up well with all these teams. I don't think, like I've said before, the Timberwolves this year have been so fun to watch as a fan because this is the first time in a long time where I feel like when we're on the basketball court, especially fully healthy, and when we have our preferred lineup out there, we can beat anybody on any given night. There's been a lot of years where you just don't feel like that, and there's been a lot of years where you, where you, where the Timberwolves – get a win and you feel like every time we win, we just snuck it out against a better team. We, we haven't been sneaking out wins this season. We may be 500, but we are honestly better than our record shows. And I think that this is our chance to get over 500 a few games now and uh, put ourselves in this, in this playoff conversation as we got two against Detroit, very winnable games, two against Sacramento, very winnable games. So there's a four game stretch here. And then that's going into the trade deadline to get a few games over 500 in maybe management will even go all in even more seeing uh, how good this team can be. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this podcast. Talked about everything I wanted to talk about. Great win for the Timberwolves back to 500. 
Now, don't forget to turn your notifications on for the pod. And if you rate the show or leave a review, that helps me out greatly. I can't, uh, I, I appreciate it greatly. And I don't think you guys understand how much it helps. So thank you guys for listening. And we will see you guys in the next episode. Uh, we played Denver, like I said, Tuesday night. So expect a podcast Wednesday. See you in the next one.